Thank you for joining us once again on another episode of Blackvocracy, where we try to bring you helpful, useful, insightful information that will allow your day to be a special one. Today, I want to discuss a topic that's been going on the last few weeks regarding the uh, presidential uh, inauguration and what we seen weeks ago. And we're going to be dropping some jewels today. So I want you all to put your thinking hats on. Okay. I want to thank God Almighty for keeping your mind intact. Keeping your body, your soul, your spirits, all of that intact. And getting you here to another day. I thank you for taking the time out to join us for this special um, topic that we're going to be discussing. Which is titled, America. The New Matrix. America, the New Matrix. I want to recall a movie. You know, on last week we brought you all The Wizard of Oz. And hopefully you all was able to see some of the symbolisms, allegoricals pertaining to that particular film. But I want to talk about another film titled The Matrix. And many of us remember the film The Matrix. And it was a... uh, trilogy a three-part series of this movie but i want to deal with the very first part of this movie because there was a lot of things that was being said it was the inception and the beginning of something that the script writers of this movie were sharing with the public and i know many of us missed a lot of the jewels that was being dropped and, and once again we was only looking for the action part of it and really not the wisdom of the movie So I'm going to go into this and I'm hoping and praying that you all will be able to identify with what I'm going to say as it relates to America and the new matrix. Now, again, if we recall in this movie, the matrix, the first movie, there was something that was being said and done uh, that was describing and decoding the information for the uninformed and it's coming from within the matrix by way of a special communication if you will okay the uninformed cannot be told about the matrix in other words it's imperative that they keep the uninformed incapacitated or better yet an intellectual slave. And this special communication, when rightly explained, would tell the incapacitated or the ignorant that the matrix is the world pulled over your eyes. Okay? It is the matrix. And what is a matrix, by the way? The womb. The womb. The womb of society. Okay, so there's an illusion that's going on. The matrix is the world pulled over your eyes to blind you from the truth. Okay, it's like a invisible veil. But I'm here to try to help pierce this veil so that you can see exactly this new matrix that's going on in America. And this matrix is being used to impregnate your mind with ideals that will cause your mind to be in prison. They want to keep you intellectually locked up. And if you attempt to expose the uninformed to too much light, it'll blind them. Okay? But just for today's topic... I'm going to try to flick the light on in your minds. I'm not worried about too much light. That's not my concern. Because God guides whom he wills. My duty is just to discharge that duty that I've been blessed to do. Concerning what's going on in new America. Okay. So, again, the communication... This special communication is the story of the gospel of the scriptures. 
but it is set within the framework of a Greek science fiction movie. This is how they did it. Okay, they gave you a bunch of theatrics and a bunch of drama. But it's but his framework or the backdrop was designed within a Greek science fiction. That's to throw you off the trail. But they're dropping the jewels for you to see. But you have to lift up the veil. Now in this movie, The Matrix, the leading character was a guy by the name of Neo, played by uh, actor Keanu Reeves. And Neo, if you recall, is the new man or the new Adam. Come to he, and he, he's coming to save the people of Zion. This is the plot. Wanting to save the people of Zion. But first he must die and be resurrected by what? The Trinity. Okay? And once resurrected, he will have saved the world by taking people out of the matrix. Sounds familiar? You got to exit out of the matrix. And the time now to extract yourself from the matrix is now. Because why? You have to save yourself. Save yourself. The days of saviors are all over with. You got to save yourself first. And that and is that not the first rule to self-preservation? Save yourself. Now the problem that Neo faces in the beginning is that he does not know who he or where he is. He must first be brought out of the land of the matrix. Then taught who he is. Okay. He is extracted by a team of uh, Zionists, if you will. And they're led by a leader named Morpheus. Who is played by the actor uh, Lawrence Fishburne. The woman, if you recall, her name was Trinity. Trinity. And Trinity is one of the principal persons from the Zion group who communicated with the people regarding the Matrix. And together, Trinity and Morpheus represents God, the Father. Okay, stay with me. And Trinity represents the Holy Spirit. And she would breathe life back into Neo and bring the message to the Matrix. Now, Neo is an anagram for one. It's an anagram for one. One God. Not two, not three, but one. And when I talk about Trinity breathing life back into that one, Represents the true message. That's what she represents. But in the end. Trinity. Had to die. That concept. Trinity. In the movie The Matrix. He had a choice to make. Which door would he go through? Trinity had to fall. In order for the people to live. There was a team of helpers, if you recall, that Neo would consult with. And one of them was called the Oracle. And the Oracle, really representing Holy Scripture, the Oracle does not judge good from evil. But the Oracle is a guide to show the path upon which the people of Zion must live and must go. Now, the matrix is the world which has deceived all the people therein to fall into a dreamlike sleep. And this is mainly the problem with America right now. People are in a dreamlike sleep, a state of unconsciousness, 
You think you're alive, but you're really not alive. You're dead mentally. And when you're in this condition, you wind up being warehoused. Yeah, you wind up being placed in a warehouse, not physically, but mentally, where all of your energy is being stored and utilized by the powers that be. People are physically hooked up to the cells in this warehouse, like in the movie The Matrix. If you recall, when Neo stepped into uh, one of the uh, on the spaceship called Nebuchadnezzar, which that's a term you should look up in the Bible, Nebuchadnezzar. I'm not going to go into that, but uh, reread the story in the Old Testament regarding Nebuchadnezzar. But he walks on this ship and see these bodies inside of a vat. V-A-T, okay? And these people was uh, hooked up. You know, the people are physically hooked up to the cells in this warehouse by tubes that both feed them and extract electrical and heat energy from them to run the machines of the world who have taken over control. I'm speaking about the movie The Matrix. And for those of you who didn't get a chance to see uh, the first Matrix or if you hadn't watched any part of the movie The Matrix or the trilogy, please go back and look at that movie again. Because I'm going to drop some jewels. See, this ain't for the, uh, uh, the weak. This is for students, people who want to eat the meat and not just only drink the milk. I think in the scriptures, Jesus once pointed that out. He said, throw not your meat unto the babes. Why? Because the baby have no teeth. Babies don't have teeth to eat the meat. The mental concepts. So you give them the milk. Well, what I'm giving you now is meat. Okay? So, please, don't take your thinking hat off. Stay with me. Now, these tools also fed the people in the matrix computer-generated thoughts. And it was programmed into the matrix by computers. Are we not now in the world of technology? You can hardly even leave your phone to go to the bathroom without taking it inside the bathroom with you. Computers and technology. Or what they call AI. Artificial intelligence. Life in the matrix is nothing more, listen good, it's nothing more than an incredibly complex computer program created by the matrix, in this case the puppeteers or the power that be, to conceal the real intent of raising and harvesting human beings to provide electrical energy to run the machines, this artificial intelligence that's controlled by the matrix. So it is our energy, our heat, as well as our labor. They call it, in other words, sweat equity. What we put into it. And that sweat equity, to equity is being controlled by the puppeteers. As I stated before, you have these international bankers who financed both sides of the war. That's what the Civil War was about. These international bankers who financed both sides of the war, the North and the South, Republican and Democrat. And if you don't think that you had these groups out there, Antifa groups and Proud Boys, there was not only in the Republican side, but also over in the Democratic side, then you're sadly mistaken. The same thing that you could talk about the capital situation, you can also include Black Lives Matter. You had peaceful protesters out there with Black Lives Matter. It wasn't every black breaking out windows. It wasn't every Hispanic breaking out windows. It wasn't every white person breaking out windows. So who are these people that's being mixed up with the truth seekers? You remember... 
that little entity that some of us call Satan and some of us call Shaitan has been around for a very long time and has been doing this way longer than you and I. So look deeply into a situation. Cross-examine the information. Make an observation, then draw your own conclusion. We're talking about America and the new matrix. Again, this matrix, this matrix is designed to conceal the real intent of raising and harvesting human beings to provide electrical energy to run the machines while they're being controlled by the puppeteers. These electronic thoughts or brainwaves, if you will, are being fed to the people in the matrix. Okay, and they're trying to create or substitute something for real thinking, real thoughts, and in some cases, real experiences. The people in the matrix only believe that they are alive and experiencing real life. That's what you believe, that you are in the matrix experiencing real life. Well, I'm reminded of scripture that the only reality is God Almighty. Everything else that we see is nothing but an illusion. But you thinking that you're having a real experience. And inside this matrix, you see the bodies. And the bodies never physically leave the cells in which they are kept. I'm talking about the vat. The people that was inside these, these, these uh, vat machines on the Nebuchadnezzar now. Okay, but to their minds, they appear to be living a normal, existent life. Having personal relationships, hobbies, and all the other uh, endeavors that they enjoy. Okay, now in the Matrix, everyone is united as an AI. Everyone is. Your world is a techni technical uh, uh, computer. It's a, it's a technical computer program. And that program appears real to you. Now, again, in the movie, The Matrix, the first one, we're introduced to a group of agents. And these agents are not real people. But sentient computer programs would give the agents supernatural powers. And their job is to locate and destroy the people who have either physically disconnected from the matrix or who are within the matrix but are receiving unauthorized communication from people outside the matrix. I want you to reflect on that or what I just said. These agents, rather if you call them FBI agents, DEA agents, okay, free agents. <laughs> Their job is to locate and destroy those who have physically disconnected from the matrix. And how do they do that? Federal laws, giving a person 20 years, 30 years, 40 years, 50 years, and that old uh, famous word, the elbow, a life sentence for a little bit of nothing. This is what their job is, if you will. And so what happens to Neo while in the Matrix, he begins receiving unauthorized communication from outsiders. And one of the agents name is Smith. The leader of the other agents, Mr. Smith, S-M-I-T-H. And this Smith actually represents Satan. A totally evil entity out to destroy any living being 
who would attempt to physically leave the matrix. We're going to pause and go to commercial break and we'll be right back in a moment. Do you owe back taxes to the IRS or facing being audited? Are you receiving your fair share of payment taxes that's owed to you? We at Tax2Go offer each of our clients quality service that they can depend on. Just give us a call at 972-298-1212 or log on to Tax2Go.com. Tax2Go, where you will experience tax returns prepared for less. And we're back. And thank you again. And let's continue this. Now, again, as I started this topic, America, the new matrix, I want to give you all a backdrop, just a brief backdrop of the movie itself and what was going on or happening in that movie so that you can see the correlation of what's happening today in the United States. Okay, so I don't want to lose anybody. I want to make sure that you're understanding my position and, and where I'm coming from. I'm only giving you uh, the script of the movie right now. Okay. And I'll start um, wrapping this up towards the end so that you can see the, again, the correlation. Now, again, once a person is physically removed from the matrix, that person never again physically goes into the matrix. But it's mentally projected into the matrix computer. I'm going to say it again. Once a person removes him or herself from the matrix, that person never again physically goes into the matrix. But they are mentally projected into the matrix computer. What am I talking about? Social security cards, driver license, birth certificates. You see, you're projected in the matrix, voluntarily speaking, by these particular documents. So you're still, as they would say, in a uh, adhesion position. There's a adhesiveness, okay? So you're still subjugated by the matrix through these uh, these documentations. Now, before Neo comes out of the matrix, this is important. Before Neo comes out of the matrix and learns who who he is, he's captured by the agents. And they take him into uh, uh, an interrogation room. And Agent Smith, he's asking Neo these questions. And a couple of questions that stands out in my mind, as I recall, he asked Neo. He says uh, to him, uh, Mr. Anderson, which was Neo's last name in the Matrix. He, I remember him saying... Um, uh, I see a man sitting before me who has two lives, one in the law form of the matrix and one in the law form of Zion. And then he tells him your life is as a man named Thomas A. Anderson. And then he starts giving him his his real life, if you will, or, 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 or so the life that he thinks. So he's telling him, and in this life, you have a social security number, you pay your taxes, your job is a computer programmer for a software developing company, right? And then he said, your second life is a man named Neo. And he said, Neo has committed almost every computer crime in the book. Only one of these has a future. Go back and watch the movie. He tells Neo or Mr. Anderson, only one of these two individuals has a future. But you're going to have to choose which one. Which life are you going to be? Are you going to be Anderson within the Matrix or do you want to be Neo out of the Matrix? And so now the leader of the resistance movement, again, Morpheus, 
And by the way, uh, this name Morpheus, Google or research the name Morpheus. It's a Greek name, first of all. I'll just go ahead and share it with you. And for those who doubt what I'm saying, just Google it on your own free time. But it's a Greek name. And this name means Greek god of dream, dreams. This is what Morpheus means. Morpheus was the goddess of dreams. Okay? And this is where we get our morphine. You hear the word morphine? This is where we get morphine from. And in Cyclopedia, it says that uh, he lies on an ebony bed in a dim lit cave. Think about that for a second. Morpheus, he lies on his bed, his ebony bed, <laughs> ebony bed, in a dim lit cave. And he appears to humans in their dreams in the shape of a man. This Morpheus is responsible for shaping dreams or ideas. Or giving shape to the beings which inhabit dreams. Morpheus is also mentioned as the son of Hypnos, which is the god of sleep. All this is Greek mythology. Hypnotic. Yeah, Morpheus is supposed to be the son of Hypnos. This is where these terms come from. Okay? Morpheus is the man who. With the help of others, of course, he extracts Neo from the Matrix and leads him to resolve who he is. And furthermore, how Neo can save the people from the Matrix. Again, they're looking for a savior. Go ye not into the ways of the Gentiles, but go into the Jews first. <laughs> okay, so now. I have a question for you. And I want you to think for just a second, for a moment. What led Neo to question his life in the Matrix? What led Neo to question his life while residing inside the Matrix? Because remember, at one time, Morpheus asked Neo. He said, you don't like the idea of not being in control of your own life, do you? <laughs> How many of you feel that way? Sometimes you feel as though you're not in control of your own life. And you don't like the idea of not being in control of your own life. So this is the question <laughs> that he asked Neo. And what was Neo's answer? He told him, you're correct. He answered in the affirmative. Okay. And in another discussion with Agent Smith, Neo was told, once we started thinking of you inside the matrix, it became our world, not your world, but our world. Now, Neo wanted to know what would happen. What would happen if one died in the matrix? And the answer is that you will also die in the real world. Since the body cannot live without the mind. Mm. I want to repeat that. Again, the answer is simple. If you die in the matrix, then you die in the real world. Since the body cannot live without the mind. And where is the mind? It's in the abstract, which is the real world. Not the material body, not the mass volume that we're made out of dirt. Nah, that's the physicality of all things. 
But the mind is in the abstract. So the body cannot live without the mind. Neo also asks what would happen if one tries to take on the agents in the matrix, in this world, in this society, in this womb. And what was the answer? Morpheus told him that, that they are all powerful in the matrix. And we saw during the uh, presidential inauguration, they had about 25 to 40,000 boots on the ground. And you didn't see them same spider people, if you will, scaling the walls. And incidentally, let me remind you, good people, anytime you see white folks scaling walls of the Capitol or down in the District of Columbia, 10 miles square, there's a breach. But not just a breach on the White House. No, you're looking at it physically. It was a breach long before they got to the District of Columbia. It was a breach in the thought process of a contract that was enacted way back in 1787 and officially enacted in 1792 called the United States contract. You knew it by the United States Constitution. Where 55 white men went into a room. As I'm used to saying. And hammered out agreements. Not for. Minorities if you will. If you like that language. Not for African Americans. Not for Hispanics. Not for these. Uh. Aboriginous and indigenous people, but they hammered this contract out for them and their posterity. Okay? So once you learn that and learn how money really operates and the meaning of money, then you'll understand why you had white folks scaling walls because there was a breach in the contract. And as I heard one Caucasian woman say, she said, we're here to protect what's ours. You're just looking at it on one level. So again, these agents, these FBI and DEA individuals, they're all powerful inside the matrix. But you cannot take them on. It's what Morpheus told Neo. In this He's meaning the artificial world they created. Okay. The rules that they put in place. The laws that they put in place. You can't take them on. The only way to prevail is to run from them and get out of the matrix. All right. Because they're not going to allow capitalism to collapse just because you woke up on the wrong side of the bed this morning. That's not the way it's done. See, they'll try to stay in the honor system. But as one guy told me before, he said, there is no honor amongst thieves. I say, well, there is if you're a thief. <laughs> so it's honor amongst them if you're a thief. So again, that's the only way to prevail is to run and get yourself out of the matrix. And that's because there are no rules. Everything is administratively done now. Everything is administratively done. And you know, the federal government, they brag and boast about their 95 to 97% conviction rate. Well, yeah. If you play in by the rules, you wouldn't have that percentage. So, how do you give yourself 95 to 97% conviction? Hmm? It has to be something that's going on or maybe other individuals are not aware of, of this dog and pony show or this Alice in Wonderland. I think the 3% of people who uh, are able to exit out of the matrix or the 5% that, that's able to exit out of the matrix, they are the exception. 
And why are they the, are the uh, perception? Simple. They are the perception because they don't want the American people to truly know what is going on. Because the, if they did, they would have more than just a, uh, uh, a capital problem. Okay? Because how do you give yourself 100% in anything? You mean to tell me you don't have no flaws, no failures anywhere? You give yourself 95 to 90% or 97% and you don't have any flaws anywhere? Come on, who are you kidding? So again, the rules and the law in the matrix are whatever the matrix computer or administrative program say they are. So they're making it up right in front of your own eyes. It's an illusion. And you have to understand every letter of the law. That's critical. As I'm often uh, uh, fond of saying, whatever commercial transaction that you are in, you must understand the laws that governs those commercial transactions. Understand that, good people. The law is a fiction. The matrix is run on a public policy of containment of the living beings inside the matrix. Nothing more and nothing less. Now, there are many symbols in the communication. We're talking about signs and symbols now. I need you to wake up. Turn the TV off. Put the phone on silent. Because I'm dealing with signs and symbols, metaphors, and allegoricals. And if you are one of those individuals who think that life is just what it is, that's nothing is happening, it's just... This is just the way it goes. Then please. Yeah. Go ahead and disconnect. Go ahead and stand inside of a mirror. Or better yet. Go into a department store. And get up inside a uh, department store mirror. And put on a, uh, 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 an overcoat. <laughs> and stand inside the window. So people can walk by and watch it. Because you're thinking like a mannequin. These things happen. Because they want them to happen. And there are many symbols and signs within this communication in this matrix. You just have to look for the signs. We just have to look for the symbols. Neo, when he was mentally abstracted from the matrix, he was given the opportunity by the people of Zion to decide whether or not if he wanted to be physically extracted. But he's warned that after being physically extracted, that it will be very difficult, very difficult to return to the matrix if he changes his mind. Now, why is that? Because anytime knowledge enters in, it makes you adapt. You don't see it the same anymore. It makes you adapt. Because truth will always. Listen to me carefully. Truth would always knock out the brains of falsehood. I want to make that very clear. Truth would always knock out the brains of falsehood. See, you can't get the lie from the truth. Truth is always consistent. It's always consistent. And that's the reason why you don't have uh, they say original sin, but what you're really saying is the original lie. Because truth has always and shall always be when lined up with the creator most high God. Straight and narrow. And is that not the gate that Jesus himself spoke about? About the fork in the road, the straight way, the straight gate. You got to go by into the gate by truth, not falsehood. Falsehood is what got you all over the place and it moves like a snake. See, this is the symbolic meaning of the snake in the garden. The knowledge wasn't straight. The knowledge was crooked. And when the serpent spoke to Eve in the garden, he was giving her incorrect information. That's what the tree represents. Look at the tree, the symbolic meaning of the tree 
and how they use the tree in the Department of Education because it represents knowledge. She was given corrupt knowledge. That's how a snake move. But the truth is always straight. And this is why you can't return to the matrix because you know too much. You've seen too much. And how can you live with yourself? And as I'm fond of saying that in order for evil to prevail, good people do nothing. You relegate yourself in the comfort of your own home or your own minds. And you watch things uh, unravel. And you never say a word. But yet and still you call yourself a follower of Jesus. Well, I got a news for you. Good news. <laughs> Better yet, great news. He will reject that. When you see cor corruption going on. I don't care if you got a uniform on. Or you're ununiformed. To not speak out against injustices. Does not make you a follower of the man named Jesus. And that's a hint to the wise. So in this matrix. They offer Neil an opportunity. Whether or not if he wanted to be extracted. And what form or shape did that come in? If you recall the movie. He was offered a blue pill to take. If he wanted to go mentally. Mentally now. Not physically. If he wanted to go mentally back into the matrix, he was offered a blue pill. So that would allow him to be mentally sedated. Never again to question the matrix. If he were to go back in, he could never again question the matrix. Then Neo was offered a red pill. If he wanted to physically come out. So you have a blue pill and a red pill. And these colors signify something. They signify something. The blue pill signifies admiralty law. Maritime law. And the red pill, which would allow him to physically come out. Represented the blood. Okay. And that he was alive. And that he was conscious. That he was not dead. That's what the blood represented. See when your blood. <laughs> you know when you gone. They call it cold blue. Cold blue. So the blue pill is going to take him back. Into the matrix. So that he can be mentally dead. But the red pill was going to allow him to exit. To where he can be physically. Mentally Alive. Okay. So the red pill. Is the pill. That he took. Okay. And now. I want to turn your attention back to Thomas Anderson. The name Neo was given in the matrix. And how this connects. This red pill connects. Uh, Thomas Anderson. He lived in a room. The room number was 101. Okay. And this was the hotel that he lived in. And what was the name of the hotel? It was called the Heart of the City. The Heart. The Heart. Don't the heart when it's pumping blood? The Heart of the City. This is where he was at during his existence inside the Matrix. And doesn't the heart, when it's used as a metaphor, doesn't it represent the physical life of the person or the entity? And we always say, well, let's get to the heart of the matter. And is this not what deep-seated thinking takes place? The heart. And it represents that Thomas A. Anderson was destined to be that life which is to come out of the matrix. To exit out of the matrix. And he was supposed to give that same opportunity back to the people inside the matrix. The room number 101 deals with the numbers 10. And how many uh, in the Decalogue. How many commandments did Moses receive? 
10. 10 is a symbolic number that represents consciousness. When two fighters are standing inside the boxing ring and one of them getting knocked down, he's given what? A standing 10 count. And the referee is checking all his vital signs to see if he's what? Aware, if he's conscious. This is 10. The fullness of law and what represents the responsibility and the teaching of one equaling unity. See, that's how you get things done through uniformity. Not disunity, divide and conquer, but one. One group, one purpose, one goal. Thomas Anderson is the one that will apply the natural law in the movie The Matrix to defeat the law of the Matrix. This is the concept of those who wrote this particular script wanted you to get, wanted you to see. But I understand, I know you didn't see all that. You was too busy chewing on your popcorn and drinking your drink and eating your candy bars. Wanting to be entertained when they're telling you all the time exactly what's taking place and what's going on. And again, the character Trinity carries on in her name the activities that goes on inside the Matrix. And she was out of room 303. And this room number 303 deals with the number 30. <laughs> and how old was Jesus Christ? When they say he came back on the scene. When he came back on the scene. How old was he? 30. Alright. And 3 is a divided number. 3 nights and 3 days. Right. So shall the son of man be. As Jonah was in the belly of the well. For 3 days and 3 nights. This represents completion. Neo's physical removal from the matrix is a birthing cycle in which the cord was cut. The unbiblical cord. It was cut. It was detached. And the birthing fluids were present. And the escape afterwards from the pod where the birthing took place was through a pool of water. And this water represented a baptism for a new life. So you have to be baptized all over again. God is the best to baptize. In the Arabic word, it's called Sagid. Baptism. God is the one who baptized you with all the beautiful colors. See, you can have a physical baptism, but you can also have a spiritual baptism. It is God that gives us our colors. He the one that gave, gives us the hue, the dark, the brown, the yellow. If you got a problem with it, Take it over with God. These are the things that distract us. The Crayola mentality. And we fight over racism. See, as I was sharing with a friend of mine, I said, quit being distracted by the puppeteers. You got to understand how they're financing both sides of this thing. But in the end, what are you doing for you? If you die today, will your wealth take care of two generations? One generation? Well, heck, will it even take care of you to bury you in the ground? That's if you die today, if you transition today. You're too busy running and chasing out the thing that has no bearing because it's all a fiction anyway. You know? You can call it what you want to call it. You can call it conspiracy theories. And as I told somebody once before, it's just all what you choose to believe. If you take a vaccine shot, thinking that that's going to prevent something from happening, and you don't see the conspiracy behind that, then that's just the truth that you've accepted. But there's two sides of every story. I just question a person's intellectual capacity when you're healthy. And I'm on record saying, if you're sick, take the medicine. But if, I, if I'm healthy and I know that I'm healthy, uh, for me, 
I'm going to go ahead and uh, relegate myself to a different uh, mindset. I allow those that are being moved by the matrix to go before me. Because without a doubt, I know wholeheartedly 1,000% that absolutely nothing will happen to me unless God Most High allows it. I'm fixated. I've tied my camel with it. And I know that for sure through personal experiences that nothing is going to happen to me unless God allows it. Because I do believe in what is called preordained. What has already been decreed since I was in the womb of my mother. My beginning and my ending. God knows it all. And I trust that. So, again, for every disease, there is a cure. God sends down the cure. And if there's science in it, which I do believe in science, I don't necessarily have to believe in the makers based on their data from the science. That that I can't see, but I do believe in science. But I also understand the nature of some people. Not all people, but some people. So now there are several other washings regarding this baptism that represents the waters falling at the Adam Street Bridge. And if you look up the term matrix in Black's Law Dictionary, the fourth edition, you'll probably be amazed. It means word matrix it means in civil law now the protocol or first draft of a legal instrument that's one definition in civil law the protocol or first draft of a legal instrument that's one of the definitions for matrix from which all copies must be taken so this refers to the fact that all copies are all people that resides within the matrix. And they must follow the prime directive of the matrix. See, if you're a part of the matrix, if your language is I'm a United States citizen, then you must follow the prime directive of the matrix to work and possibly even enslave for the matrix. And also, here's another jewel that I'm going to give you. That another definition for the matrix is matrix ecclesia. E-C-C-L-E-S-I-A. Matrix ecclesia. And it is a Latin word. Not Webster English. Its origin is in Latin. And this definition means a mother church. You heard me say earlier, the womb of society, the womb. What they're telling you in Latin that it also means a mother church. And this term was anciently applied to a cathedral. Roman Catholicism. And it's in relation to the other churches in the same parochial church in relation to the chapels or even minor churches that are attached to it or dependent upon it okay that's just another definition for this word matrix so it has other churches that are attached to it and this communication and what they're trying to communicate let me put it that way what they're trying to communicate, they're telling you that the matrix or this womb of society is a mother church preaching a religion. Hmm. And what do we talk about the God concept? Whoever can control the God concept can control the people. And they have done a masterful job with the minds of African-American people. 
They tried to sell that concept to the rest of the world and the rest of the world wasn't buying it. But they sold it to the children of former slaves. So a religion, when based upon an illusion, is a false sense of a thing. I'm going to say it again. A religion, when based upon an illusion, is a false sense of a thing. So did you ever get the impression, or do you ever get the impression, that life as you know it sometimes works backwards? That what we perceive as reality is really nothing but an illusion. That we perceive as an illusion in reality. Hmm. In the special communication that I mentioned earlier, one may get the picture from both sides of the mirror where the matrix is on the illusion side of the mirror and the real people of the mirror is on the other side. And at the end of the communication is nothing short of jubilant and heroics being acted out in everyday life. When Neo makes a phone call to the people of the Matrix, he's feeding a direct communication into their mind by way of the computer hookup. And you want to know how you're being tracked it. You want to know how uh, you're able to pull up a Google map and it can show you exactly where you are. You want to know why come Eric Snowden decided to flee after he realized and understood what the NSA was doing. You want to know why in the movie uh, Executive of the Estate, when Gene Hackman said, take what they use and use it against him and why he wanted to be off the grid. Uh-huh. And so those who are not aware of these things, what they're saying is that their communication is nothing short of jubilant and heroics. You're just full of entertainment because you're thinking that this is the way it goes. So Neo, who's trying to wake him up, wake up the consciousness, he's feeding this technology or communication into their mind by way of a computer hookup. So we Google everything. We research. You know, we type it in now. All on the internet. We put all our business on the internet, the public forum, as opposed to staying on the private side sometimes. But Neo, he tells them, those who are left inside the matrix, there are no rules when you're outside the matrix. See, that's real uh, progress when you're outside, when you can make your, your, the, your own calls, if you will, when you can govern your own self, your own thoughts, and not be indoctrinated by somebody else's thoughts, right? You make yourself gullible that way. When someone can influence your emotions and get you to think this way or that way without you even picking up one book to research, because you're looking at it from a physical perspective and not the puppeteers or the matrix uh, individuals that's pulling the strings from behind closed doors. But he tell them there are no rules. You can do anything that you want to. The law is done away with in their law form. So he tells them that the contract is dead, meaning the Constitution. And do we sometimes feel that right now? What are we living for? So many people I heard on Facebook, oh, that's so sad of what they're doing. That's so sad. What is? You know, and I'm on record saying, hey, <laughs> give me a box of popcorn and go light on the salt. Because I'll sit back and watch. What is so sad for African-American people who have been drugged and sullied and, 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 and redirected and changed? From their original nature. 
that God gave them. To have supplanted their individuality and their thoughts and their minds into an assimilation of a society that don't give a damn about you. You ask me, I think that's insanity. Continue to do the same thing over again, expecting what? To get a different result. So they're saying that the contract is dead. So it's been breached. And we saw that acting out. During the so-called uh, raid on Capitol Hill. So as long as you do not harm the life, liberty, or the pursuit of their happiness. You can remain outside the matrix. But just know who you are as you move through the matrix. Because we have a new uh, regime or administration in office now. And incidentally, this name Biden. This last name, Biden, represents two things. In the first word, you got by, B-I, second, D-N, D-E-N. And I think Jesus called them, you thieves, you, you dens of thieves, I believe it was. Dens of thieves. And what do it represent? It represents a small room that's in a house where secret activity goes on. Look it up. You don't believe me? Research the name Den. And if the first two letters by is in there, then it tell, it's telling me, the learned individuals, the high mind, the high thinkers, that there's two natures that are going on, two things that are happening here. You got the public side and then you have the private side. I'm going to show you one side, but there's another side. And then you have Miss Harris. And her name, in the Arabic, it means, it comes from the word Haris, which means guardian and protector. But the guardian and protector of what? Are you going to guard and protect the lies that are being told to the public people in support? See, we got to start thinking. Was Trump last name being Trump? Meaning trumpeter, as the revelation spoke about, that there would be the sounds of trumpets. When truth has to be uh, presented over falsehood. So I see sometimes people just don't see it. They just don't get it. Now judge it how you want to judge it. Because I don't play in the sandbox. I don't have dirt kicked in my eyes. Or someone pissing on the top of my head and telling me that it's rain. I choose not to play in the sandbox. I'd rather have a black democracy as opposed of a democracy because I'm believing in us doing for us. And we can all get along in the words of our great brother Rodney King. We can. We're not trying to eradicate anything. We're not trying to uproot anything. But we are present in the matrix. And we want to know how to maneuver or what is our GPS inside the matrix. And as proof, there is no law in their law form. Not if you're on the public side. And there is another episode where Neo flies away into the sky as if though he was Superman. And did not Jesus have to go away for a minute and came back? See, sometimes you got to rise above the emotions of what you're looking at. So you can see clearer. This is why the prophets was associated with the mountains. They say the higher you go up, the better you're able to see. Is this not the pyramid on the back of the dollar bill? The all-seeing eye? You got to climb bricks. So that you can see your perception is better. So there is no law. If there is no gravity. This will conclude another episode of Black Vocracy. I want to thank you for listening. Thank you for your patience. I want to make sure that uh, you understand that this is a movie. It is a parable. Movies are parables and allegoricals. And we have to learn from these things. If I have to remind you over and over again, that's what 
I'm destined to do to discharge my duty. God has given me uh, a threshold and I have to share this information with you and I have to be clear in my conversation, in my articulation so that we can all get better and all become unified under one God. In the words of my great R&B brother, singer, Frankie Bevelin Mays, we are one. Thank you for joining us again. I think I may pick up part two of this next week. But until then, please be safe. Be aware. Stay conscious. Stay awoke. But most of all, keep God first.